The world is changing rapidly. Empowerment is happening actively. Now is the best point in time to connect, share our unique stories. Through life experiences, we're learning from others and discovering our limitless potential, challenging our beliefs and aligning our action to our values, embracing our emotions and transforming ourselves so we can transform the world. Will we trust the progress? Really cool. So tell me a little bit more about who you are. Sure, sure. So my name is Audrey Pa. I am the founder and executive director of WeTech, which is short for Women in Technology. We're a nonprofit organization that aims to educate, inspire, and empower Filipino youth to break gender barriers and use tech to make a difference in society. So I started WeTech when I was 15, a sophomore in high school, because I really saw the lack of community for women in tech. And I experienced firsthand like, a pushback when I expressed an interest in joining the tech industry. So I'm now 18 years old and I'm on a gap year to work on WeTech before hopefully starting at Stanford University this fall, if all goes well and the virus um, calms down. Um, and I was born and raised here in Manila, Philippines. Really cool, really cool. And tell me a little bit more about a skill that you feel like you're more, you're, most people in the world do not possess. Like so a skill that you have that most people in the world that really you kind of are working on that skill? Ooh, one skill that I have, that I think I've put a lot of time into honing that I guess not a lot of other people have is connecting with people and just being not afraid to approach strangers. And this is a skill that I had to hone when I was stepping into the tech industry as a teenage girl. And I found that I was being underestimated a lot. And like a lot of, not a lot of opportunities were very open for me. So I'm speaking about like a particular instance when I went to this big tech conference here in the Philippines. It was actually like the biggest tech conference here. And I registered VTech as like for a press permit um, because it wasn't really like a student-friendly event. And I got into that loophole I stepped into the conference center and I wanted to step right out um, and go home because I saw nobody that looked like me and that everybody was kind of working at an adult age and there were barely any women. Like I could count in the palm of my hand like the amount of women I saw in that huge conference hall. And that was so intimidating. But what made me like go on and like try to network despite people not really giving me like the time of day was just this thought that I want to make connections and I want to make like these opportunities for myself and that led me to approaching startups and just introducing myself to elevator pitching VTech and sooner or later like I was watching this panel at this conference and it was about the Philippine startup scene and nothing was being talked about in terms of the gender gap because here locally um, only 18% of startups are founded by women and that just wasn't being talked about. So I asked the question about what was being done to help 
um, diversify the Philippine tech industry. I elevated pitch that we do at WeTech. And I found that even though the panelists didn't answer my question, they went all, oh, it's so great that young people are taking the charge. Um, we believe in you, but they didn't actually give me an answer. Um, okay. The value I got out of like putting myself out there was that everybody that was listening to the panel heard my elevator pitch. So people were like coming up to me and saying that they wanted to work with me. And that was like an opportunity that I made for myself. And that was how I ended up speaking at my first, got, that's how I got my first speaking gig invitation to an audience of like 4,000 people from the Southeast Asia region. Wow, 4,000 people. I mean, that right there must have been a very intimidating experience. Can you tell me a little yeah, bit? Was, yeah, can you tell oh, me a little bit? No, can you tell me a little bit more about your, your core beliefs and values that really guide you? Because that right there, um, that, that's that's really a challenge to to overcome. So how how does your core beliefs and values guide you? I would say that one core belief that I adopted from this book that I read when I was a freshman would be to be unapologetically ambitious. And I got that phrase from a book by Reshma Soljani called Women Who Don't Wait in Line. And I was reading it at a time that I was around 13, 14, still developing, you know, my self-confidence. And it was just out of that time that I was told by an adult that I really looked up to, a teacher actually, that she couldn't ever like imagine me being successful in tech. And to hear that like really crushed my self-confidence at that time. So I went to like other sources to find motivation. And I found that book and I read it and I decided that I would be unapologetically ambitious in pushing for a space in the tech industry, in asking questions at panels, you know, full of adults, in standing up and talking to crowds with over 4,000 people. And just that, I think, immense like, self-belief that I have in myself and my advocacy in the work that I do with VTech is what has guided me, I think, throughout a lot of hurdles, especially considering that the advocacy that I'm doing gender equality and technology isn't very common here in the Philippines. And I think gender equality as a whole isn't something that's talked about enough in a country that's quite honestly patriarchal when it comes to a lot of gender roles, when it comes to the expectation that if you go, um, that girls go into humanities and guys go into STEM. So I've had to push back against a lot of gender and age barriers. And I think what's really kept me afloat and kept me going was, yes, that idea that I shouldn't ever like have to apologize for being ambitious, for dreaming big, for wanting a more equal Philippines. 